Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season team preview pod. Today, we have entered the top four. Uh, this has been a very, very tough year. I think in terms of each year, you kind of got to at least have a different top four side, maybe one or two top eight teams because there's you know that much turnover variety in the league. This team I had trouble with. I had them as low as 10th, as high as 2nd, one of the highest variant sides. But in the end, they finish in the top four, and I think they're going to be a genuine premiership threat once again this year. I have got the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Why did I have the Rabbitohs so low? It's a simple reason of what have they done to improve this side? They're one of the teams this year uh, that have really chosen to consolidate from within. You know, they know who they are, what they've got, and they believe their window is not closed. So when I was kind of looking at who have they brought in, there's a couple of these top eight sides that really looked at their roster and said, we're good for now. Let's just build on what we have. The guys know what they do. We've got some good depth, so let's go. And I think with the bunnies here, we'll get through it. One of the most impressive depth in the roster in the league, and obviously they're starting 17, especially their 13, is one not to be sneezed at. So let's get right into it. Starting 17, Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Alex Johnston, Tane Milne on the wings, Campbell Graham and Isaiah Tass in the centres, Cody Walker, Lachlan Ilias in the halves, Tom Burgess, Tavita Totola up front with Damian Cook at nine, in the back row, Jai Arrow, Keon Kulamatangi and Cam Murray looking the scrum, with the bench of Sevilla Havili, Daniel Saluka Fafida, Hame Sele and Jacob Host. So as you can see there, Jason Dimitri has a wealth of options. Uh, that starting 13 is one of the best in the league. Uh, you look at even in that back line when they had a couple of guys that moved on and we were wondering what was going to happen. A guy like Isaiah Tass springs up and not only from an NRL perspective does he look good, he looks like a mighty good uh, super coach option this year, uh, especially in a draft. I think there's going to be some guys that will really sleep on him and you know focus on Johnsons and Grahams, but again, a very nice buy into this rabbit side. But the thing that I love about this squad is the depth. And I think this year, depth will be really tested out. I think, you know, we do forget about it a lot of times as we do the previews. But when you look at this one right here, it's one of the better ones. Because, you know, if Latrell Mitchell goes down, Blake Taft can go into fullback. If Lachlan Linux goes down, Dean Hawkins go into seven. If anyone in the outside backs from two to five go down, Isaac Thompson can come in, including Jed Cartwright in a pinch. In the, fr- in the front row on the edge... Dave Mawoli, Liam Knight, Michael Cheapcam, and they've obviously got Pete Marzoulis coming in at the nine replacement. So all over the park, they've got quality replacements who has played first grade, has shown flashes, and really could be cracking some other 17s around the league. So everything is set up for this Rabbits. You know, every year we go, is this window closing? Another year, Cody Walker's getting older. Latrell Mitchell, you know, how long until the next injury strikes? This forward pack, guys like Burgess, Cook, Totola, you know, they're getting up there. Jai Arrow's been around for a while. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they play this year because they could go balls to the wall through the regular season try and get to the finals and get, you know, one of those top two spots. Or they could really try and imagine Jason Demetriou can bring this team along, rest where he needs to because he's got such good squad depth. But let's go into some of the um, things we like about this squad before we get into guns and avoids. Obviously, the number nine... They've got a very, very good number nine, one of the best nines in the game. They've got a guy in Havili who can come in at a pinch, take some minutes there if required, and they've got Marzulis, who they will be using 
through this season, I would suspect. So number nine, in, in a lot of these teams that just miss out on the eight, number nine is a bit of a question mark. Not so much for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Rabbits have options and quality options in there. They've got one of the best in the game, a representative hooker in Damian Cook with some guys that can come off the bench. Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell, the two guys that can really, you know, give you a 20 in Supercoach or give you a 200 in Supercoach. I think back to, you know, the, the Latrell match against the Warriors last year where I think he got 150 in about 59 minutes. It was breathtaking the way he could just take on the line and really, if he wanted to, just take over a game and just say, no one is on the same league as me this year. Cody Walker is going to need to show something. Uh, I've got him in the avoids. I'll just spoil that right now because it's just so hot and cold within the last year, really year and a half. The year before, there was definitely some fiery moments and he got some games. But last year, too many times I'll see someone slap the seal on Cody and get a 30 as captain. You just can't have that flaw in 2023. You know, you, that's the difference between making up 5,000 spots and losing 10,000 spots. So it really is... You know, Cody Walker or Boston Haas because I don't think Lachlan Ellis is there yet. He did come on late in the end of the season, you know, have a couple of games where he had some nice assisting to key on there. But, you know, even with those assists, there was a 50 or 60. It wasn't those assists didn't get him to an 80, 90, which we really want from Lachlan Ellis. So I just don't know if we're there. And I think Dean Hawkins is someone who maybe has a little bit much better of a super coach game. Um, but again, Ellis is so young. I think he's, you know, he's got all the pedigree as we've seen in the reserves and him coming through the grade. So I think you've sort of bank on it. And again, he's going to be someone who will be picked very late in the draft, maybe not even drafted, could be a little bench stash. Again, on the right matchup for the Bunnies, you wouldn't mind having some Rabbitohs on their day. Let's go into the guns. Number one gun in this team is Latrell Mitchell. I've got him as the second best fullback, and he will be a top five pick in any draft that he goes in. The way he runs and commands... Uh, a lot of attention is attacking life for the Bunnies. Always the one to throw that a pass. He very, very rarely gets stiff with the assist or the contribution there. He always gets the assist. And he's one of those fullbacks that doesn't need to rely on a lot of assists to score their points. He can barge over himself, break a lot of tackles. So add in the goal kicking. Bit of a down year in goal kicking last year, but we've seen him at his peak be somewhere above 80%. So everything's pointing off of Latrell Mitchell. You know, he had the, the hammies worked on. He looks good, looked fit. And again, if this is going to be the year that he can really put it all together and, you know, a lot of people are thinking he can win the Daly M this year, it's got to start really early and you'll see in those first five to seven rounds. If he's the leading point scorer in Supercoach, it will not shock me. The second gun is Cam Murray, who I've got as the second best 2RF in the game. I've got him as a second round, second round pick. And I just think with Cam Murray this year, you need more of the same. Relentlessly into the line, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of times when he's going to feign that pass and be able to punch through the line. All the opposite will go hard in the line, pull it up and get Cody Walker or Lachlan Elias on one of those sweet plays who can go through and get that line break assist. So I think, you know, there's an instant on floor of 60 for Cam Murray just with the work that he gets through. But as we saw last year, there's a couple of games where you can poker for a trial to and get that to a 120. So definitely someone that, you know, I've actually never owned in draft uh, and in classic, maybe once I've had him, maybe not even one, as I said in the 2RF preview. So I really want to get some Cam Murray stock this year because I think it's going to be a good year for him. 
And then the third gun, you got to go Alex Johnston, always a top five center wing. You know, he's on his try scoring record where he's going to try and catch Ken Irvine. You know, hopefully he gets another 20 tries this year. And if he does, you know, at 19 a pop, including the line breaks, yes, please. I think he's definitely an option. Where do you, it's always hard where to rank these center wings that rely on tries, him and Adokara, I think, of specifically. You could go anywhere from round three onwards, I think. You know, he went top two rounds in our league last year, and that didn't end up being too bad because, again, on the right day, you can captain Alex Johnston and really, you know, turn that 130 into a 260. So, yeah, there's a lot of gun options in this team. But some of the avoids, I think the first one I'll probably shout out would be Keon Kulamatangi. I really like him this year, but I have made him a tad just for... I think some of those attacking stats that he got last year, there was, I wrote him last year. He was one of the guys I did have uh, down the stretch last year and he was scoring tries. He was getting really good meters, but there was also times in the game where you look and go, he's only on 30. I really need him to do something here. So if they really don't go down dry arrows more or they go a bit more direct through the middle, if they go with more sweet plays and cut him out, I do worry. I think Lachlan and Ilias really did rely on him last year. If Ilias has taken another step forward, then potentially there won't be so many short balls. But we will go to Lachlan Ilias next, only because, again, I think halfback, you could get to about 14 different halfbacks uh, in the league this year before you get to Lachlan. But I think, again, one of those guys that will be such a cheap price. If he does string some games together, you could pick him up after three or four to make sure it's sustainable. And he will be on the waivers, I I would presume. So you can kind of pick him up after round one or two and see what you got there. And then the last one, probably if I had to pick one, would be Tom Burgess. Another season getting older, a lot of miles again on that tank. Um, front row forward is somewhere you don't really want to be touching, you know, those highly mid-range guys. So I think from a draft, you know, somewhere late in the rounds, you definitely don't want to go top, you know, single-digit round pick on him. But again, uh, there will be some value at that stage in the draft later on. But that will do it for the Bunnies, guys. Fourth, they should finish. They will get a final against number one. And I think, again, I think they could really cause some damage if they're really, really firing. But again, let it be known, I had them initially down at 10. So it could go sideways. It could go really well. They're they're definitely the high-variance team this season. But we'll leave it them for there, guys, and we'll jump on to Team 3 next. So thank you for listening. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.